0: Hey guys, I'm Chris and I'm Mike. And welcome back to this week's No Limits The Thriller Podcast. How you doing today, Mike? Like we should we just go right from the bat? You are you are coming in this pod flying high.
1: I'm coming in hot, but you got to forgive me. I have lost my voice after an afternoon of screaming. <laughs> and cheering on my soccer team who just won a European cup trophy. A little bit of that too. Couple of shots of ye old Italian borghetti and espresso uh and liqueur combo. So yeah, I'm uh, I'm a little amped up right now. <laughs> Roma just won or not
0: just, but a couple hours ago won the vaunted European European Conference League.
1: You trophy, got that right. right. Did
0: I get that one yeah. right? It's a new
1: league. So, but it's but it's it has a lot of history, but it's yeah, new, no one so. really cares or wants to hear about it because one, they probably are not soccer fans and definitely not European soccer fans. And this is a third-tier <gasps> trophy that pretty much means absolutely nothing. But it's our first trophy in Europe in 61 years. So, that is two of my lifetimes almost. So, I'm going to celebrate and celebrate I did. <laughs> Hey, you know what? i To tell you, I,
0: this would be the last last bit we talk about soccer. But I'm jealous because my team wasn't
1: even playing right, you, in that you league. Couldn't even they make were so that, bad. The third tier team, so that's why I'm excited. At least we're in the Euro. We're we'll both be in the Europa League next year. So Yeah, next year there's hope in the Europa League. Let's see what we can do. Yeah, let's make the magic happen. All right, we're talking books, though, Chris. Yes. What book are we getting into today?
0: Right, just a, a little bit of an update. We um, we've been covering uh, all the works of Chris Howdy. For some reason, we, we we decided to do this at a two two week block. It's in would not 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 for some reason. We we let, enjoy these books. I, I say that because we picked a two weeks where me and Mike are probably the most busy as we have been <laughs> since creating this podcast. Yeah, um, you know, I'm in the middle of moving. Mike's at the end of the school year. Mike has these important soccer games to watch. His wife is sick. We, we got COVID again. You got COVID again. I, what, third time? I lost I lost power. So, you know, it's just been crazy. But anyways, we are doing all of Chris Howdy's books. So today we're going to be covering Savage Road. Sometime in the near future, we're going to be covering the little novella that he did, um, Insurrection Day. So be on the lookout for that pod. We've already covered his latest book, Storm Rising, which we're not. We're going to try to, you know, really look at this book as its second book, so we're not really not going to tie any connections to Storm Rising. That's the third book, and we won't and spoil then,
1: Storm Rising for those of you who are only on Savage Road.
0: Correct, but obviously we're gonna we're gonna be spoiling Deep State, which we we have already done that pod as well. Uh, right, uh, you you really couldn't you can't talk about this book without spoiling Deep State. No, and then just I guess in the future we're gonna be covering a lot of uh, Jack Carr stuff with his new book. T V series, be on the look for that. Uh we also have to mention our other pod that's currently going on right now. No limits, the Scott Harvath podcast. Uh yes, yeah, so we wrapped up the second book this month. Be on the lookout for Brad's Thor book. Oh, sorry. Thor book. Brad's third book, uh State of the Union. Third Thor out. book. <laughs> Say Thor- that five
1: times fast. <laughs>
0: uh, not not this late at night. With a sore um, throat and COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so check out State of the Union coming at you next month on the Scott Harvath feed. So I think that's all the admin I have. But yeah, yeah, so like I said, we're covering the second book, Storm Rising. Uh,
1: So yeah, what, what did you think about this book, Mike? Well, Chris, you know what I like to do to share my thoughts. I like to put it in the form of a limerick. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Well. There once was a terrorist named Cyber Jihad. Hot on his trail, April and Haley team up as a squad. DOD servers he'll blow after derailing the metro. Publius's actions to catch him, we applaud. I gotta fix these up. That I, I'm not following the proper format, so this one was squeezed in last minute. <laughs> Let's just move on. You mentioned something. You mentioned, does this book work as a follow-up to Deep State? Can it stand on its own without having read Deep State? While I noticed Chris put little short summaries of who is Publius, why is Richard Monroe the president, the currently sitting president, an actual Russian mole, I feel like all that just would seem ridiculous if you pick up Savage Road and get that oh, yeah. as a two paragraph, you know, explain away. Where if you read Deep State, you're so bought in to what seems otherwise absolutely you know, ridiculous. So I I don't know if I would – well, one, I would never recommend anyone start with Savage Road. It's Deep State all the way. Deep State, Deep sure. State, Deep State. But I don't think Savage Road is as near as a good book as I think it is if you haven't read Deep State. So I think Deep State does a lot for this book, and this book does a lot for Deep State in telling you the next phase of where we left off with Haley. So – I'm going to say their they're, they're package, right? It's more of a one-two than a lot of other series out there, which maybe you can explain, you know, Mitch's backstory in two or three pages, which Vince would do every book, and that's okay. Or Scott, you know, Scott Harveth. You can get into him. You don't have to know too much about him skiing and whatnot. Like Lines of Lucerne, great. You really know him as this championship skier and this Secret Service agent, but – if you pick up the 4th 5th book and he's no longer with the secret service that's fine you'll just roll with it i don't think you can just roll with the american president is a mole and there's this super deeper state called Publius.
0: yeah no i i think you know the the theme that i picked out for this was just like it's this book is just straight up continuation of a storyline it's like part 2 of of the deep state which i i, I don't want i'm not we're not trying to say that that's a bad thing I actually, when I was starting to read this book, I was like, hmm, I don't know how, like, you know, it's good, but not as good as Deep State. But by the end of it, I, I actually really enjoyed this book. Yeah. And, you know, I, I it's just a little bit different than what we're used to. Because I, I, I think what we're used to, right, is when we do get with Vince, Kyle, Brad, when we get some two-part elements, whether it's a continuation of a story arc, while there is that a continuation – Every time they write a book, they write it so that way you could pick up that book and mm-hmm. like be fully immersed in it. yeah, I don't necessarily know if if this book is the case because i mean i I guess you could you're gonna be super confused why the why the president is a Russian mole uh maybe it'll like make you want to go back and but like that, that it just ruins it like it super spoils deep state, you know it's yeah, like it does so I don't know I, but I guess like uh. Yeah, I was trying to think of like a like a comp. But yeah, I don't know. Anyways, I, I don't want to get too too negative right off the bat because I, I I do did really enjoy this book. But yeah, it's just it's it's just wow, like, you know, you really it it's almost part two of Deep State.
1: Yeah, yeah. And let me ask you this, because I know the synopsis you're about to read, it goes into this. What did you think about the pivot to cyber warfare? Yeah, I mean, I guess you had to pick a different theme to right. to go with. Different type of enemy and attack.
0: Different type of enemy, which, again, he he'll he'll change it up again with his third book, mm-hmm. and he's he's he mentioned in his interview that he wants to change it again with his fourth book and the fifth book, whatever. So yeah, I, I liked it. I, you know, I I didn't want the same sort of shtick that we had in, in in the previous you know deep state, but um, I think he I I really the, the the villain here. Um, you know, we can, we can get right into cyber yeah. jihad and, and, and right after I read, you know, my, my normal shtick, but uh, it wasn't like super, it wasn't like a Hank Clark, you know, I, I guess, but he, he also wasn't power station, you know?
1: No, he gets under your skin though, in this really psychological, creepy crawly sense. Not exactly how, who's the guy in Memorial Day? He comes in on the boat, the oh, sick old man. I always forget man. his
0: name. I always forget his name. Yeah, but um, the same
1: way he's so Mus- creepy. Mustafa? Yeah. Yes, Al-Yamani. Mustafa Al-Yamani. Al-Yamani. Well, it's, it's a Yamani here. <laughs> and, and okay, it's Rafi Yamani here. You know, look at that. wasn't even going for that. But the way you get inside his head and he, like, thoroughly creeps you out. Rafi Yamani right. is doing that, but in a modern, young, insulated and, and this whole incel idea, involuntary right. celibate. And when you get his thoughts on the page, when he sees you know these college girls walking a dog past him on the street, and he harbors so much resentment. He's like, right. oh, some right. other bitches who won't sleep with me. And he's like mouthing off to himself in his own mind about them. Like it creates this really creepy profile of someone who is resentful, who's radicalized who's an introvert in a sense and at the same time has the skills, the right. coding skills, the hacking skills to pretty much do whatever he wants. And then another complexity of this villain, if that doesn't creep you out a lot with the different sexual comments, <laughs> he's harboring in his mind and this front he's putting on when he meets these people in the cafe, this girl who wants to talk to him and he's secretly thinking really evil things about her on top of that. You don't even know who he's working for. Right. So it's like cyber jihad makes you think he's in with an Islamic terrorist group. And I do think he's of Middle East complexion or or heritage. But that's not even the point. You know, the point is, is it the Russians? Because, again, a whole plot in the White House is trying to pin this on the Russians. And then we have this Claire Ryan character, who, which we'll get to her and her reveal, who he's actually working for. And then he also... Goes on his own, makes his own decisions a lot of times. So he's a a lone wolf. And then we learn he's working at the NSA. So, like, it just runs deep how connected this guy is. And it's all because he's got the skills. I could see him working for all of those masters, if you will, because he's that good. Right. All right. Let me just give you the little bit of the background. So we
0: have uh, the Goodreads is 4.05, Amazon is 4.4. Not bad. A little bit less than deeper state, but uh, or deep state, but you know, still solid. We had this quote from uh, C.J. Box, number one New York Times bestselling author. Haley Chill descends even deeper into the dangerous political web of Washington D.C. in this thrilling sequel to the propulsive and page-turner, compelling national bestseller, Deep State. When a series of devastating cyber attacks rocks the United States, Haley Chill is tasked by the deeper state to track down their sources. Right, like. So, you, you're immediately thrust in, I'm sorry, I'm breaking, you're like, You when you pick up this book, they have to immediately say, Haley Chill's part of, of the deeper state, because there's this deep state, you know, like, because the whole, yeah, anyways.
1: You can't just explain that away. You need to it's, read deep It's state. hard.
0: It's hard. Yeah. yeah. NSA analysts insist that Moscow is the culprit, but that accusation brings plenty of complications with Haley directing the president as a double agent against the Russians. With increasing pressure on the president to steer him towards a devastating war, it is up to Haley to stop the mysterious computer hacker and prevent World War III. Also, while uncovering some shocking truths about her own life. Yeah, we got to get to that. Yeah, so I I like this little, uh, you know, synopsis because I think it breaks down sort of every aspect of the story. And each of them I want to talk to you about because I think they need to be picked apart a little bit. Yes. So we have running of uh, the mole in the White House, right? You know, uh, using him as a double agent, the president, right? We have the attacks by by um, Zamani and cyber jihad. We have Haley's personal life. Both we we meet Sam McGovern, right? And then also her tracking down of her father's past, and then. We have like sort of all the other cast of characters that are thrown in there,
1: Claire, Ryan. So which one did you want to pick up with first? Yeah, I think you're right. We almost have to go character and storyline by character. Right. We're on the we're on the bad guys. So one other bar- bad guy, and it's also the way the action opens, if we can get into. Haley's handling oh, the yeah, president. Yeah, yeah. But he is also reaching out to his handler, who he doesn't even know who it is. It's Alberto Barrios. So let's right. wrap up the White House, Haley handling him, and then Alberto Barrios cuz the opening scene jumps right into the action. What
0: did you what did you think about that like putting us in and then going backwards 10 days or whatever it
1: was? Yeah, that was a new device. I don't remember being in Deep State. And it was kind of fun because I'm like how does her chasing this guy and essentially what strangling him or key, using a key to kill him? In the bathroom at the bathroom. GW Deli, which, you know, I've definitely ordered a few breakfast sandwiches there. There's a high school I did student teaching at right across the street, actually, a D.C. Public School. What is that high school that shares the campus with GW? School without walls. Um, oh, but yeah, the deli yeah. was right across from there. And so, yeah, she's chasing him and everything. And then I'm like, wait, 10 days earlier, what happens to get to this point? And who was he? And then when you get it later, which is very later in the book, it was a lot of fun. Right. To come back and be like, oh, she's going to chase this guy. And turns out he was the president's Russian handler as a mole, a Cuban-American mole, who was the butler at the White House. And they'd communicate by leaving notes in a book. And based on where they put the book in the residence, you know, if the president shifts the book over a little bit, that means there's a note inside. And the president never knew who picked it up. Turns out it was his butler. Well, and then the butler would go and talk to... Like an actual Russian. An actual you know. Russian. Right. Exactly. Right. So maybe he's not the handler, but he's like the go-between. Right. So this, this whole
0: tension, right, with Monroe and him being used as a double agent, I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought like the interactions he had with, with Haley, you know, when they're walking in the hallways, they're, they're cordial. Because everyone thinks, right, that Haley is Monroe's like... You know, l- little sub- side piece, essentially, saved like, you his know, life, fa- yeah. fa- favorite. You know, saved his life, exi- teacher, whatever. Yeah, that's the
1: word I'm looking for. But in actuality, uh, he hates her guts. You <laughs> yeah. know, and he's signaling. He's signaling. He's nervous. She's onto something. Yes, and she
0: knows that he is going to try to get out. Uh, doesn't know, you know, how he's going to do it, but is 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 really gearing, especially because the more and more these attacks get attributed to Russia and she knows that he's not going to act on it, on, on any of those things, you know, it just adds more and more pressure. The little like quips where we get, you know, they have these interactions at the Rose garden and they, he thinks that he, you know, they, she speaks Russian to him and he's like, Oh wait, did, did the did the security guard um, mm. or the secret service agent hear us? Like, you know, those little, little touches, like, you know, it adds for suspension. I, I really enjoyed that. And then I'd have to say that the best action sequence from this entire story is the, the how he gets out, how he gets extradited. Uh, you like that? You know, with, with, I, I, I thought it was crazy. I, I really enjoyed that part.
1: I don't know. Well, you, I guess you didn't? I think I enjoyed it in the sense of I'm reading a book and I'm really bought in because something wild is happening here. But when I take a step. Do you think the Secret back, Service would actually lose the the president? No, probably not. But. That I don't think in that way. When you take a step back, right? I was bought in, so thinking ahead to the scorecard, I was bought into the action, you know, qua the action for the sake of action in a in a story. But yeah. if you step back, this the Secret Service in the White House were so quick to just what flag down a nearby, you know, DC ambulance. To take the president away with very yeah, little, yeah. There was like a one-liner that explained it away. Why they picked they that first and not on the in House? Yeah. They had better trauma response or whatever. I'm sorry, no. The Secret Service and the medical staff and whatever that process is in the in the in the hierarchy is more equipped to handle that than just some random unidentified ambulance. That what it, did they really, literally, just because the president? was having a medical emergency, let two guys in with a stretcher, just paramedics, (laughs) walk right up into the Oval Office. Like, stepping back, it just – it rubbed me wrong that things happen that way. Sure, it's a story. It's fiction. It's made up. But I got to say, it was one of those moments that did have me take a step back and say, "Mm, I don't know about this. And the fake blood, and, like, he pretended to shoot himself – I think every Secret Service agent, even the ones right there, first on scene, wouldn't be duped by fake blood and a grazing wound that didn't actually kill him. And they were so quick to think that the president died. Um, I don't know. It was – it had some faults for me. I, I love the action, I don't know it had how, some faults. I don't know how you
0: fake – yeah, like my, the, my biggest I, – I enjoyed like just like the idea of everything. But when you pick apart like the actual nitty-gritty of the plot – I was thinking about it, like how do you fake, like a headshot wound to the head, you know? Because like, right. I don't know. It's not like, oh, I got shot in the foot, you know, I need to get rushed. But it's like, oh, he tried to commit suicide. So you know, when you try to commit suicide, like you're gonna do it, put it in your mouth, <laughs> you like do put it, it <laughs> in your, like you're gonna do it. And so like, when you when someone walks in, they're gonna see like, holy shit, like you did his it. His head's missing, you know, yeah. like. uh... I don't
1: know, but I guess maybe maybe Barrios,
0: you know, doctored him up to look look really
1: good. I don't know. Uh, yeah, maybe I'm reading too much into it. It's a story, and let's be honest, it's going to be really hard to exfil the president. So I I understand you're between yeah the rock sort and the of any plans, any plan
0: that someone comes up with is yeah. is is preposterous because yeah. like literally the the one of the most protected men on the earth, right. Unless like, you know, the Secret Service are in on it, right? Which you, unless it's a job. Maybe you couldn't put it past them because of what happened in Deep State, you know, like with how many were on the deep state payroll
1: and that that might have been more fun for me if Barrios all of a sudden contacted like a Russian sleeper agent in the Secret Service and activated him right. like and that's how they got him out, did some covert stuff yeah i don't know but a good good action scene i'll agree although i think my favorite action was the opening the
0: opening was very good action. you know i was thinking about the instead of a gun which is like super messy mm-hmm. like just have them like, like a poison I've, i I feel like yeah, i feel like i've seen where like the poison that like super slows your heart exactly and uh you know it's but you're still alive you know and then they can jump start them then they can jumpstart him later on. Yeah. You know, give him the antidote, whatever. I don't know. Anyways, but the fact that I guess you know we're sort of jumping around, but continuing with this whole storyline, she had the wherewithal to put the molar in yes. in his mouth, and that way she was able to run him. You know, have keep tabs on him yeah. uh, throughout, uh, even when he's over there, and he goes off to pasture. Do, do you think he, is it, he ends up getting killed in the end? What, will he? Will he get killed?
1: I don't, it's never written on the page, am I right? No, it's not It's okay. not written. It's not written. I, I think it might just be one of those he gets forgotten. He's like a celebrity yeah. over there. They might play him up for a little while. The president might rely on him for a bit. But I think eventually he's just going to fade away, be a retiree. And yeah, they might take him out. Who knows? The Russians might take him out at some point. But I, I did think it was cool, the very ending, where Andrew Wilde is kind of down on Haley, and she knows, you know, she blew the op of running the president. Yet, she had the ace in the hole. And I love how they just drop, they just listen into the meeting. And it's all, it's like the Russian president and defense ministers right, and, right. and FSB and all this. And she's just listening to it. And Andrew Wilde is like, what the hell, what did you do? I, I thought that was kind of cool where Haley could pull yeah, that, that out really cool. and just listen to this meeting inside the Kremlin. That would, that yeah, it reminds me good. of the... Have you seen the season finale of Homeland? I did, but I, I mean, I don't remember
0: the oh, Okay, it reminds me of that where, you know, we think that Claire... Uh, what's her name? Uh, she... We think that she's... Yeah, Claire Danes. But I forget I, the character. I forget, I forget the character's name. Oh, yeah. um, we think that she's a Russian mole, mm. and then she sends that book to to saw yeah and yes, it, it has like you know information and stuff so i yeah, remember that but she's actually
1: a spy yeah. because she's dating <laughs> For... or she's living with that uh that guy with the kgb officer the yeah, tall yeah skinny dude yeah he's a good actor in that too i like yeah. both of them in that yeah. it just reminded me of that so we've got a lot of these attacks going on so i thought just to summarize like what do you think of the actual attacks like the Washington Post or, or some newspaper outlets are shut down by what we think is the Russians. It has the cyber jihad, you know, signature when the NSA yeah. digs into the, the thing. And then that's the same signature when the DOD servers are taken down, which is much later. And another one when the metro system crashes and Haley's on the blue line. Funny story about that. When the train crashed and she literally walked however far she did up the tunnel and came out at the Roslyn Metro, came out of the tunnel uh, to, to be the Roslyn Metro. I was yeah. listening to that on audiobook, and that part happened literally when I'm sitting at the traffic light on the opposite side of the key bridge,
0: no, right way, at really? the tunnel
1: where the Roslyn Metro comes up.
0: I was That's literally funny. sitting there
1: listening to the That's audiobook funny. at that moment.
0: That's like some sort of, there's a name for that phenomenon, you know? Yeah. Um I forget what it is. Yeah, no, I like the progression of the attacks. I thought that you know they were pretty sound in terms of he's gonna do some attack to just show you what he can do, mm-hmm. and it's not it. Yeah, I guess stalling your newspapers for a day or whatever, however long it was, it's gonna be annoying. But you know, nothing, nothing too too bad. And then he does the. I guess was he trying to. Was he trying to hurt people? But no one ended up dying actually in that metro crash. But maybe he just wanted to show his power. He actually that's the reason why he ends up getting caught, right? Because he goes to look.
1: Right. And and Haley with her, her memory is able to see him, right? ID him, yeah. Because he's a narcissist. He wants to see his damage.
0: Right. And then we get uh you know, we get a, a Stafford, Virginia, uh, which where I'm I'm potting from tonight. There you go. Stafford uh station with the uh what was that, um, natural gas, right? For yep for heating and electricity
1: yep, shuts down the utilities
0: the just the description of that and then like it blows like that was pretty cool yeah and then he goes into the dod gets those files to blackmail haley i guess not blackmail but like to throw him he knew that if he sent these files she would be upset sort of get her get them off her trail
1: and then is there
0: another is there another attack? I guess oh he tries to he tries to take out the airplane at the very end and doesn't doesn't get that off, right?
1: That's right. But then there's also he swats Haley. He calls in a false alarm or or plants evidence in the SWAT team. I never heard of that swatting. You'll bust in her door. Do You remember that? No, I d I don't remember that. There's a swatting incident, which is when you call the police with a fake emergency on somebody or fake evidence on somebody. I forget what that was. It was it was weird. It just happened out of nowhere. It was another example of him trying to get under her skin and kind of get oh, her to stop right, 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 right. being on his trail. I did like how he teases her because here's a big storyline we didn't get into. He teases her with the documents about her father And he's dropping hints to her, really just to toy with her, because we know he's maniacal. But the documents are hinting there might have been a friendly fire incident. And the DOD is covering some of this up. And this gets Haley to put even more pressure on Charlie Hicks. So let me ask you, what did you think about the Charlie Hicks stuff lingering? Which was who Haley believed was her father's fellow Marine, who she hunted down and got contact info for tries to find him at the Pentagon. She eventually goes to his house and knocks on the door, which is a big scene. What did you think about that throughout the book? And then what did you think about that as the big twist at the end? Yeah, so once we got to the end of it, I
0: I enjoyed it. But as we're going through, it was kind of just like, it's taking us out of like the, the main plot of the story. But I realized what he wanted to do in the end. Once like we found out that, wait, oh, it's actually her father. And how, you know. I guess it's not 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 too much a spoiler, but obviously we're gonna pick right up from where that ends, you know, yep. and, and, and dive into that little nugget. So he saw this roadmap and saw where he wanted to finish. But yeah, I was just like, you know, what? Why, why? Why are we? You know, she she even mentions, oh, she had to take off time from work to go do this. Like, yeah, you're taking off time from me learning about cyber jihad and her interactions with April Wu to. To do these things, I wanted to ask you, how did he know to send her those documents? Or he was just like poking around for, you know, he knew that her she was Haley Chill, looked for documents based on her name. Yeah, I can't remember. And then, nah, I, I don't think that it was mentioned. You know, like, and then just was like, oh, this is interesting. I wonder if she knows about this and sends it to her. Yeah, I, I don't remember that exact. He could mentioned. probably cross-reference re- cross what was said about Tommy Chill in like the local obituaries, whatever, you know, and be like, oh, well, it doesn't say he was killed by friendly fire. This, but the government obviously said, I don't know. I was just a little confused about how
1: he immediately knew to send her these documents. Well, it was probably, it's like a, a
0: MacGuffin. So,
1: well, I don't know. It was probably after Haley and April are walking down the street or they're near that bar and there's a near run in with him and then. They also, after April IDs him at the NSA and he's kind of on the run. So I feel like we're de- It's deep into the part where he knows at least April and Haley, because he, he saw them on the street and yeah. he sees yeah, April yeah. at NSA. I think Haley might be there too, actually, also. Right. So I feel like he, by that point, very deeply knew they were onto him. And it nearly did throw Haley. She does become a bit of an emotional wreck and realizes – there were a few times where I think she realizes she might be making missteps in the actual mission and the investigation. Right. But that's because she's so bought into what Charlie Hicks might know about her father. So I, I don't know. I feel like that's a legit attempt from Cyber Jihad after he's backed into a corner to try to play one last emotional card for his you know pursuers to To kind of throw them off the scent, and and it nearly does, because Haley gets very invested in wanting to know what happened to her father, which takes her off of being a hundred percent focused on stopping cyber jihad. Right.
0: So I guess to go along with this is we get to learn a little bit more about April Wu. Um, yes, it yes. starts off with her actually ransacking. Haley's apartment in an attempt to, I guess Publius is, you know, just a little bit unsure of of who Haley Chill is, you know, even though they obviously vetted her, put her through some training and told her probably the most craziest bit of information ever in that the president is a Russian spy, but still don't trust her. So send April Wu in and this, you know, creates this dynamic that yeah, I was kind of digging. I, I like April Wu. I like her as like a, a Yang to Haley's Yang. Um, you know, I hope we, hope we see a lot more of April Wu going
1: forward. Yeah, and honestly, just to back up, I think we have to point that out as a major winner and a big move by Chris to revisit April Wu, Wu and Wild because they were both really only in the last, what, 10, 10 15% of Deep State. We kind of felt that denouement, that wrapping up of things at the end of Deep State, maybe was a little too long-winded, but it paid off here because when you open the book and, and April Wu comes back and you know this wild character is the contact and they're running the and he's running the show, I thought bringing them back and fleshing out what yeah. we learned yeah. so briefly about Haley's training and introduction to Publius – It almost felt like a continuation of that. It was like, I'm along for the ride. And so I thought just great move to pick up on how you're going to insert those two into the story. And it creates almost this triangle, this operational triangle, but also this friendship, this budding friendship. So I think it adds a lot of depth and just a smart move, a brilliant move to do that. Yeah, the the
0: one funny thing that is mentioned is like Andrew Wilde is – always bronzed like but it's like not natural i just thought <laughs> that was a funny little like character uh quirk that that chris throws in there yeah no i think that um you know fleshing out Publis a little bit more i think we're, as we go along read these books we're going to understand a little bit more about who the what this organization is what the deeper state is mm-hmm. who are the people that make it up yeah and it, it bummed me out that we got this um you know car accident with april Wu. she's incapacitated at the end of the novel that's huge you know i guess cliffhanger and then i guess we, we got to talk about the howdy you know because i guess that's a would you say the the attack or the car accident on april is is one of his twists or yeah. just a just a plot point i guess we can't we can't call everything a howdy. no i the, think what, what are the true howdies okay, I think in two. this novel i think there's okay. two
1: one we talked about a bit and i think it was a brilliant move to wrap up and put a bow on the father storyline. I was a little wondering why is she so invested in this Hicks? Why does she care so deeply? She seems like a a consummate professional who'd be able to just table a lot of that and focus on the mission. But that end scene, the biggest howdy pulling a howdy is when she goes to the house. She's talking to him on the other side of the door. He has this really like sheepish voice, almost just, shameful right there's a lot of shame in his voice and he he can't bring himself to face her face to face and i'm just wondering why the man when that pays off at the end with learning charlie hicks was an adopted alias and that is tommy chill her father and he's now dead why'd he do it what drove him this far to uh, it seems commit suicide just great deep question so that twist of charlie hicks was Tommy Chill just that did it for me so i love that twist the other one is claire ryan i think the yeah, big twist definitely. here is that's the big that's the big big one she's working for herself and she hired Rafi uh, zamani i think that's a big twist what would you think of claire ryan and how she's maneuvering yeah she's an interesting character right cuz so she wants
0: what she wants is power. And she mentions that, yeah. and for D-H-A-G-S. I guess that's a that's a continuation from the first novel in the deep state because it's mentioned that people in the deep state, as opposed to Publius, like what the, what what differentiates those two groups is that Publius doesn't care about power; they cares about the country. Whereas people in the deep state like uh, what's the the guy the CIA guy comes back Odom Cook. This yep. is Odom. Cook. Odom Odom Odom. They truly just want power, right? So she wants power. Uh, she gets into bed with some not-too-friendly people. But she has, like, an interesting backstory, right? She was like, she was pretty captured. brilliant. Like, uh, yeah, comes, rises to the ranks, um, goes, becomes this Boeing uh, executive, then gets captured as, like,
1: a hostage for, what, like, 50-some days. Some it's, domestic ha- terrorist, yeah.
0: Yeah, gets raped during that um, interaction, which obviously alters her life. Forever, and this this sort of event is what hardens her and realizes that she needs to protect the home. Right? Like (laughs) she wants to do this job, and when she gets elected as the secretary of Homeland Security, she realizes that she doesn't have the right mandate. So how do how do I change that? And it's interesting. I feel like we've seen this before with some political characters, but here they she wants. It's not the money or. Like personal power in terms of like being in charge of like the world, she would just wants to be in charge of like safeguarding people. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it was like a. It's almost like an attempt to make us relate to her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, whereas, but, and then obviously, you ne- never get in league with terrorists, you know, or someone who will do these plots because they're just even because all she wants is these little like tiny things, you know, like the newspaper, and she's like. If I had blamed it on North Korea, everything would be fine right now. You know, I shouldn't have blamed it on Russia.
1: (laughs) No, it's almost – she's like an – she's playing the the hardball, the political game. She's trying to do it in ways that no one actually gets hurt, but trying to scare the American public and basically the Congress to expand DHS's powers, give her the authority, carte blanche, and a huge budget to do everything she needs to, in her mind, protect the country – but, by what she thinks she's doing to expand her own powers, department and budget to beef up national security and protect our infrastructure in the end, that's what she wants these these good goals. but she's getting in bed with a Rafi Zamani, she's you know having him hit our grid and take down you know the grid and the 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 network and even our transportation systems like sure they they may not have mass casualties but that's fucked up as a way to go right. about it. Right, and then she yeah, realizes no, definitely, definitely. her mistake. Right when when Robbie kind of turns on her and becomes this loose cannon, she realizes her mistake, and now she's got to cover her tracks. And one way she hopes to cover her tracks is, you know, she's been trying to get on her team, Little Miss Angel at the White House. She's been trying to play and patty cake up to Haley Chill, Haley. which Haley. Does she nearly fall for it? But she's always suspicious. But she at least for a while says, oh, this Claire Ryan is, you know, a good American. Right. Like, I wonder. I think she even wondered if she might be in Publius or be related because she was willing to work with Claire Ryan for a while. And I think part of that was almost genuine. Like, if Claire Ryan passed the test, I think Haley might have opened up to her, might have shared things with her, which could have been dangerous. Yeah, no, definitely. She could have gotten played. Yeah.
0: She's an interesting character. In the end, she gets taken, um, yeah, almost dies. You know, I was like, I was, I was like, please, please don't have, have her die, like the have plane this plane explode. Yeah. And her kid, I was more worried, like, concerned about her kid. I could care less about her, but you know, yeah. I don't want to see that. But um, yeah, yeah. she's taken. The away. authorities
1: took the kid. And, yeah. Right. Right. Kind of sad scene. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's. Anything else you want book? to talk
0: about Sam McGovern a little bit or? Uh,
1: yeah, we can briefly get into Sam. Haley's personal life. I'm shipping them. I I think the bar scene where they meet. He's a firefighter. We get no indication that he's suspicious. While well, this is Chris Howdy, so on the back of your mind is, is he a somebody? You know, is he a who's <laughs> yeah. who in in the yeah. in the Washington deep state deeper state game? But what's really cool is. That's not leaned into. So it's there for us to think about, but it's not forced or, or jammed upon us. He's honestly just an average dude who's right. going to a bar, blowing off steam, and he's pretty good to Haley. So I kind of like that he's a just a genuine straight-up dude, and I'm shipping him. I hope he's around. Yeah, me too. No, definitely. Yeah. I, uh... That her
0: interactions we've got now in the first two books with, with men are interesting. Um, And you never know if, if one of them is going to be, I I was just expecting just good based off of deep state. I was expecting him to somehow be, you know,
1: either a Russian mole or or somehow involved with with something. Yeah. It's almost refreshing when they're not that way. (laughs) So you could be like, okay, there are characters who aren't double secret, you know, secret triple agency. Okay. That's good. There's normal people.
0: Considering the size of, like, the D.C. fire department, he he does pop up. Like, he was the one who was on scene for... Right. April. Uh, on scene for April. He was also on scene for when Yamani does his attacks, like, kills like, these two two dudes who try to take his dog and kills, oh, like, right. the Seven Eleven clerk. clerk. Um, yeah. And, uh, I, I think he was also... Was he also part of the, the fire crew that... Went into the White House when the president shot himself? I don't know
1: if he was involved in that, but he knew about it. I think they talked he knew about, about it. it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. You mentioned the dog, which is interesting. There's a line Haley where Sam, adopts the dog at the end, right? The two of them, Haley and Sam, kind of take the dog. But then, so I'm wondering, will the dog show up in Storm Rising, which I, I don't believe it was mentioned. So, Not anybody who wants the all. dog, Haley and Sam raising a dog together, who was this former terrorist, cyber jihad guy's dog. Don't get your hopes up. It's not a big plot line, though. That is something the two of us tend to theorize about a little too much. Izzot, the dog, doesn't really have much to do. So, sorry to dash your hopes there. (laughs) That was interesting. Yeah. I guess the last thing, we got to get to the scorecard, but. Yeah. What do you think about this little, it's just a vignette. I think upon my first reading, I was confused. Haley's father, in this flashback. Growing mm. up, and I guess it's an epilogue, in the river, West Virginia, at this barbecue, he's almost this mythical figure. He's not around much, but when he is, Haley you know, is at his side, stuck to him like glue. At the barbecue, she doesn't want to play with the friends. She just wants to listen to his stories and help him you know, grill. But then she goes off with her friend, who's kind of a bitch, and she wants to smoke and hang out near the river, and it's washed away. What do you think about it? Like, it lasted a little too long just to have this nice, sweet story about her father. Sure, it keeps you invested. Like, okay, her relationship with her father is huge, and I, I'm bought in. It should be huge. Did you need that long of a vignette at the end as an epilogue?
0: Yeah, it was. It was pretty long, but you know, I, I bought it. I, I enjoyed it. I thought, you know, because I think that was the same character who ends up. Haley goes to her funeral, right, and we get that scene with her. Yes. And her sister. And yes, while her sister hasn't moved away from West Virginia, she's also like the only other successful chill of the chill clan, right? So, I, you know, it sort of tied in some of the things and it shows you, doesn't she also like grab a rock and, 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 and cut herself in, in that scene, right? right? Like, which is, you know, something to see that it's, she's been doing it for a long time. A little universe building, yeah, right? Adds, uh, I thought it was interesting. We got it at the end. I thought you maybe could have even started off the story with that, you know. Mm, yeah. Um But and then, but I guess it's coming off the this idea that it's almost like we just found out. She just found out that that was her father, and then she had a flashback to like what, uh, you know a crazy memory or, uh, or her yeah. favorite memory of her father. So yeah, no, I enjoyed it. Maybe could have been chopped up,
1: and sprinkled. Oh in yeah, along like we gotten like pieces of it. Yeah. We, we sort of popped into it. Although, it is where we get one of the best quotes and advice that Haley, I think, references multiple times from her father. Smart beats angry any day of the week, and a little luck don't hurt. That's a good one.
0: Yeah, I like that one a lot. All right, you want to get into
1: the scorecard? Let's do it. Let's jump right in. All right, Mike, what do you got for action? I like the action here. I really did. The attacks, the opening scene with Barrios, the escape from the White House. I think there was enough of it, paced out pretty well. I think I'm gonna go great, but not amazing. I'm gonna go with a seven.
0: All right, yeah, I, I gave it something similar. Uh, I gave it an eight. I really enjoyed some of the, you know, like the the motorcycle chase scene. At the or not, I guess it is. He no, I guess he's just running away. Um, but that was kind of crazy how like Yumani ends up actually dying. Uh, true, I think right? he's probably he's he's like driving like kind of near where we went to college, Catholic University, yeah. right? <laughs> um, so yeah, no, I, I enjoyed the action as a whole for plot. Um, I don't know, I feel like the plot was pretty conducive and I. Again, like you said, I bought into it and I enjoyed the plot. My my problem is to score it high enough is like is does the plot rely too much on deep state? Like is should, should that
1: knock down points or am I thinking too much into that? Mm, no, I mean I think that's a good thing about it. I like how the plot is a continuation. I like uh. that it's relying on it. You know, like we've said some of my favorite rap books and thor books are the ones that are part of that arc, so
0: you know, Alright, then i am going with i am going with a s I'm going with
1: a seven for block. Okay. I'm gonna go a little higher. I'm gonna go an eight because I, right. you can very easily do an or a cyber warfare, a cyber attack book, a hacking book, and it could be feel very derivative. There's a formula to how to do this, how to write this. It's been done. You blow up this infrastructure, you threaten people with that. But I thought the way – it wasn't derivative. The way it was woven into these characters, new and returning, and woven into their storylines, their motivations, I I really enjoyed. So I didn't think it was the same old NSA supercomputers hacking kind of storyline. I thought there was a little something extra going on with the – whether it's the Claire Ryan stuff or whether it's running President Monroe and – can he attack cyber jihad, or he can't be seen supporting the Russians, but he wants to support the Russians because they' if they oh, were right. behind this? so I thought that made it a little very interesting
0: yeah the the attacks are woven in really well, I agree. and it's kind of like the opposite of like the terminalist where the attacks are like sort of take us out. And then we go to an attack and then we like see the repercussions they're they're a little bit more integrated just like differently not not to say like one's better than the other but just yeah that's it flowed all right what about buy-in like do you do you buy this plot do you, do you think this could actually happen the fact that the president is a russian mole and we're running him as a double agent
1: i'm i'm torn because i would have gone pretty high on buy-in If it weren't for the president's extraction from the White House, uh, that one part, I I know you said you liked it, is just too big a stumbling block for me. So I I honestly would have gone for here. I was bought into the story. I really, really was liking it. I I wanted to know what Cyber Jihad was up to, and I loved how it kept me guessing who he was working for uh, along the way but I got to go down to a three because uh, I just, the extraction from the white house while it was supposed to be this climactic action set piece uh, the whole time, I was just asking myself what, wait, what really? Why the secret service? No way. So a three out of five. I'm going to give it four. Cause I like, actually like that scene. Like I, that? I, okay.
0: I, I did. I didn't, I didn't think about it that, that hard. So maybe that's why. And I'll
1: score it a four before I think about it more. So okay. there right. we go. Alright, I think um I might pull out yeah, I'm gonna pull it out. I'm using my half for the bad guys. Okay. I really liked Rafi Zamani. I think getting inside his head and his monologues was awesome. I was equally okay with the um uh, the Claire Ryan heel turn. I don't think she's yeah. super bad. She still wanted what's best for the country. It's just her trauma of the past and her kidnapping made her go about it, I think, in a very strange way and like playing washington politics like in a in a really dirty way again the inside the beltway kind of stuff i think checked out this book so i'm going four and a half i don't want to go perfect five on the villain he wasn't that great a villain but four and a half right right um yeah. and, yeah, and we got bar and barrios, barrios and we got barrios right.
0: you know and and i guess you know monroe is still a freaking still back russian there. spy yeah, no, I I think the the bad guys were, were probably one of the the better parts of of this book. Yeah, um, and I oh I guess another howdy is the fact that or big plot twist. I should I guess other people have come up with plot twists before, but for the purpose of this pod, it's called a howdy. Is the fact that Yamani is working for the NSA? You know, when he 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 gets called into work, his real his day job, right? And then next thing you know, he shows up at. The, uh Savage Road, which I live right by Savage Road, so that was a heel turn.
1: That was a heel turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, I'm, I'm, go- I'm actually going to pull out my my half card too and give it a four point five because it's right. not. It's, I don't want to give it a perfect score, but uh, it's not it a Hank deserves Clark higher higher than a four. Yeah. All right. What about um? I guess not Haley Chill, but all of our other um, you know, good guys, secondary characters. We got a little bit more information about April Wu. Uh, a yeah. little bit more information about her handler, Andrew Wilde.
1: You know another one, Chief of Staff Rogers, Haley's boss.
0: Yeah, I really, I actually liked that character. He yeah, was cool. well written. Like we get the
1: you oh know, the flash the, forward, the flash
0: forward. Yeah, uh, where he dies reading that? like a a book about
1: Monroe, but right? Yeah, and it doesn't mention a word about Haley Chill. And he plans to write a letter to the editor and the publisher about you're missing a key part of history in the Monroe administration, but he croaks before he has the chance. I thought that was right. cool.
0: Yeah, that was that was a that was a fun little. So her work will thing.
1: remain hidden. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with a four here. Yeah, I think I'm gonna join you. I'm gonna join you on a four. Big part of that was April Wu, originally yeah, ransacking and tracking Haley, but then becoming a very close friend and confidant. And all the while, you just aren't sure about Andrew Wilde. I, I didn't bring that up before, but as much as Haley can rely on him for the operation intel and like doing the mission and, you know, a little overwatch, you know, because she calls him at pivotal moments sometimes, at the same time, he's kind of a prick. He writes her off a bit, <laughs> right. talks right. down to her a little bit here and there. So, and he's like, even
0: gets mad at her for going after the terrorist, right? Uh, cyber jihad. Cause he's like, your, your main mission is not that your main mission is yeah. keeping
1: the president safe. You were just you know? assisting April with that, but right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to, I'm going to four. I liked woo and wild. The setting. This is a DC book.
0: This is a very DC book. Yeah. I, I liked cause he throws in, you know, I've been to, I don't know. I'm a sucker. So uh,
1: for DC stuff, cause I grew up in there, I'm giving it a five. <laughs> I think I'm going to, um, yeah, I think I'm going to, too. And another one for that is the Roslyn Metro. I was sitting there when I read it. The Lincoln Waffle Shop, where Claire. I know, I've been there. Haley yeah, it's it's a block away, or it's really just the block down from Ford's Theater. Um, So famous D.C. institution, the Lincoln Waffle Shop. It's a little hole in the wall.
0: And that bar they go to um, right. and near on DuPont. a date near DuPont. I've been to that bar. Uh, oh. what, what is it called?
1: Oh, man. I remember reading that too when I was like, oh, that place.
0: And it has like the <sighs> – it used to be cool and then now, now it – It had the stuff like, on the walls. talks about the – yeah, the, the Godard. Oh, why, why am I, I – I've been to like half uh, of the – more than half of the places yeah, that he references in, in this novel. So for yeah. that, um, maybe uh, someone would – Complain, but I'm giving
1: it a five. I agree. I don't want to say much, but the waffle shop comes back in Insurrection Day, which is kind of cool. Actually, my history teacher at Catholic University here in D.C., I took a history of D.C. class and our professor for our final, we had to talk to her about like a final exit interview for the class we had one-on-one with her at Lincoln Waffle Shop. She met with every student. Oh, nice. She got us breakfast. We had waffles right outside Ford's Theater. And that was your final, like an exit interview, what you learned about DC history, literally looking at Ford's Theater. That's cool. That's kind of that's cool. Real,
0: that's that's cool final. Yeah. I like I liked it when teachers would,
1: would do like fun stuff like that. Right, right.
0: The cover. Judge a, right, judge like, a
1: cover by the book.
0: I have to say, I... I'm. I love the so the original is like this. Obviously, a woman you know, Haley Chill looking down. What would that be? Uh, Pennsylvania. What, what, what road would that be? Would that be Pennsylvania?
1: Are we on an angle to the Capitol building? Yeah, if we're on I a I think we are area, at an angle.
0: It's probably yeah. Pennsylvania. So angled on Pennsylvania with with a car coming. So is that um, <laughs> Yamani?
1: When are they there? Because the bar. Was in DuPont or Chinatown? In, somewhere in that area. Well,
0: there was there was like two there was two bars. Okay. Like she goes to one
1: bar with Sam, right? And that's oh, where she gets drunk. The other one, the one that Rafi goes to with the motorcycle. The iron iron the, horse. The, the right? iron horse, which is actually right near Gallery Place. I think it closed now, but it was yeah, it was on that block enough. south of Mount Vernon Square, near the convention center. And right, they actually right. had a motorbike hanging above the front door right when you walk in. So an- another thing Chris Audi got right. That's why the setting was a five. The colors are cool. The yellow. The yellow and yeah, the blue. I like, I like the yellow and the blue. Yeah.
0: We have a secondary edition that has I don't know, for some reason it reminds me of like a movie trailer. Uh it's very like I could see that. You could see this in, you know, I feel like I have seen this on a born DVD like I think if I go look at my born DVDs it that, definitely that, looks like that. It, it has that put together and then we have the the large print edition is the weird one of the weirder covers I've seen. It almost looks like a more of a, an erotic thriller as opposed to a, a political thriller with this hazy red glow in this shapely woman um Looking at the Capitol building? I don't know. What, how do you feel about cover C?
1: <laughs> it's actually a real cover C, if I'm being honest <laughs> with you. Um, I, I don't think it's Haley. I, I kind of am getting more of an April Woo vibe. But, yeah. like, is she on fire? Like, with this glow? Do you have any idea where this one came out? I know it says large print edition, but is it also geographic regions? Because... I, it no, looks it like just, a romance it, novel.
0: Like, it just says, I know, it just says large,
1: uh, large edition." So I, I okay. I, th- I think looking at all these, if I was going to grade the original cover, it's okay. It's like a three, three and a half. If I look at yeah. the other two, they're a little cliche. Almost cartoonish, right? Like it's a three. It's a it's a. It's I, a I gotta go three. down to a three. I would go down to two and a half, but I like the original enough to to leave it at a get, three. yeah, and leave it at a three. Not get a strong it. cover game here, but no, not D- not as strong as Deep State. You you can't follow up Deep State, which I I almost want to give a perfect five to. So yeah, it's it's got to be a three. All right, for your free space, a quick winner. What are you doing? You know, I probably gotta steal this from
0: you, but um. I like the opening scene a lot. Like it's, it's pretty cool how we open and then we, we cut back where we go back 10 days and it doesn't even matter that, like that when she leaves the white house, he's already left like 20 minutes earlier, but they, she just randomly meets up with him again. Like by the time we get to that, we don't even care. It's just, we, we remember this scene. We know what's about to happen. We know she's about to kill him. Yeah. No, I really like the opening of this book. So I'm giving the opening a five.
1: Nice. What about you, Mike? I think that's a good call. I actually wasn't going to say it, though. I, I, that could fit. I think I'm just going to go with how you handled the return of April Wu and Andrew Wilde.
0: I was going to say that. that The April yep. Wu and Andrew
1: Wilde and like
0: the connections with Publius yep. are are pretty good.
1: It know, was like funny. Just After reading this book... April Wu and Andrew Wilde become such mainstays of a Haley Chill thriller and the universe, yet then you go back and read Deep State, and they're only a side note in the last, like, 10, 15 pages. It was so strange, because after this one, you feel like they're mainstays. You know, they were handled so well. But they're not actually in Deep State, really, at all, you know, throughout the story, which is just crazy, because I equate them with what Haley's doing in Deep State, like, so closely, which shows that the twist worked, the heel turn stuck, and to to double down on that was was brilliant. Was I loved it? What's the total then? What does that mean? All uh, right, that means it
0: gives me a, a shocking forty point five. Ooh! Why do you say shocking? Because it's high higher than Deep State. <laughs> My Whoa. score for Deep State. <laughs>
1: My score for Deep State
0: was a 36.5. I think yours might be also.
1: I don't know. No, mine was a 40. Yeah, Deep State I loved. I I feel like, again, we lowball these things, man. All right, I can't do math. Can you help me here? uh, I think I'm down one from you. I'm a 39.5. Yeah, you're you're minus one. I think that's fair that I would say this is just ever so slightly lower than Deep State for me. You guys will have to listen to hear what we thought about Storm Rising. We don't want to say it here. And Insurrection Day, we'll get to in a little bit, hopefully just another few days, and you will hear our take on that. I am going to say, Chris, it's up there. It's up there in the chiller-verse. It's a good one. Good novella. It is very good, yes. All right.
0: Again, we need to thank our patrons, including our special operator, Sherry F., Our special agents, Daryl, Kevin, George, Matt, Dawn, Dennis, Peggy, Catherine, Ray, Bridget, Jeff, and Mark. Please subscribe, rate, and review using your favorite podcasting platform. You can find us online at thrillerpod.com. Or we have new Twitter and Instagram handles, don't we, Mike? Yes, we do. At Thriller Podcast. We are at Thriller Podcast on both those. And as always, what would Andrew Wilde say? Trust no one.